Welcome to this week's preview show on the Just Bleed Radio Network. Uh, I'm your host, Lem. With me, I have Danger Mouse. Hello. Dave. Hi. And this week, we have special guest, Larry. Hello, guys. And I'm from India, and don't blame me for Pauslet. <laughs> Okay, I was going to mention you're from India, but I left it out just in case. <laughs> this week we'll be discussing UFC 90, 296 headlined by Colby Covington and Leon Edwards. And we also have a, a short fun segment. And I also have a brief correction that I want to, to mention before we discuss uh, you know, UFC 296. So for this week's fun segment, um, I just want you you guys each to say who your two favorite fighters are from this card. And with the caveat that maybe if you hate every fighter from this card, it's still your two your two favorite of you know, they don't even have to be like in your actual favorites list, just your favorite two fighters from this card. Okay. You want them um, now or now or at the end? You you can if you have them now you can you can go ahead. I already have mine, so yeah, yeah, that, that's super easy for me. Obviously, Leon Edwards, um, headshot, dead, boom, uh, <laughs> and uh, Shavkat Rachmanov, oh. which is a shame because I, I do like Stephen Thompson as well. But Shavkat's uh, you know amazing uh, fighter. So yeah, those are my two. Nice. Uh, my favorite two, because I, I came up with the segment idea, and then I was like, uh-oh, what if I don't have two favorites? But once I looked <laughs> at it, it was really obvious for me, too. My two favorites are uh, Alexandra, or I always say his name wrong, but anyways, Pantoja and Brandon Rawdog Royval. <laughs> <laughs> no surprise there. Do you have two favorite fighters on this card, Larry? Yeah, I was waiting. Maybe Dave wanted to go first. Dave, do you have two favorite fighters? <laughs> yes, I do have two favorite fighters. I have more than two favorite, but my two <laughs> most favorite are going to be uh, Ariana Lipsky and uh, Dustin Jacoby. Ah, nice. And yeah, now mine would be, of course, Colby Covington. That's <laughs> without doubt. He's the guy. He will do it. I'm sure. And next would be Tony. I oh, mean, enough okay. of battles for that guy. He's at the bottom of the barrel now. He needs the yeah. rest. And this one is, <laughs> he should get it and beat that funny scouser. I'm pissed off hearing him. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, I, I'm on the Colby Benter train this week, so please, bear with me. <laughs> <laughs> if I'm not already Ooh. said that, <laughs> yeah, you, you boo me like you Brazilian, nah? <laughs> <laughs> and you walk out when your favorite oh. fighter loses or your champion loses. Yeah, the typical Brazilian. <laughs> there you go. I was I was going to shout at Lem for introducing it the wrong way around with the uh, you know headline by Colby. It's not headline by Colby. It's head by Lion Leon Edwards. He's the bloody champion. <laughs> Well, it's in America, like, yeah. so. <laughs> right, I did. Like, love it or it leave is, it. I mean, it is backwards. 
but that's how it popped into my head first. So maybe that shows my bias. <laughs> I mean, let's just say America is going to get their American champion this time. <laughs> I kind of think so. Don't, don't forget Trump is in the house. Royval could win, so yeah, the America might get a champion. Oh yeah, true. <laughs> um, I want to make one random correction from I don't even know what show this was from, but I said, uh, oh, I guess it was from the Bellator three hundred one, uh, one of the shows, uh, the the post fight show. I said that uh, Sergio was in open stance, uh. But they were southpaw versus southpaw, at least for what the part I was talking about, which is closed stance. But I, I just said open stance by accident. So that's my correction in case it was bugging anyone. It was bugging me. <laughs> <laughs> that's a self-led wrong and not a correction. <laughs> um, okay, now we can... I guess we're starting with... Leon Edwards versus Colby Covington. So now we can officially discuss it, <laughs> even though we've already sort of got into it. Maybe, maybe our guest Larry, since he, he has strong thoughts on the fight. I, I have strong thoughts on Colby, but not so on the Leon. But yeah. So the main event is Leon Edwards fighting Colby Covington for. The 170 pounds welterweight belt, and as everyone knows, like Leon rose from the ashes and head kicked Kamaru, or rather head shot him, and got the belt. And now again he beat him second time, and now he's finally going to defend his belt against Colby, the American Alpha Covington. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. He, he runs away when you punch him on the street, but yeah, we call him Alpha. Yeah, just quickly, uh, uh, from the fight point of view, I think Leon has great striking. Of course, he has the advantage over that. Mm-hmm. Now, Colby, on the other hand, possesses the pressure. Like, he will come forward and he'll put lots of pressure on you, so... It's what we got to see, like, can Leon handle his pressure and still continue with his striking? Because knocking out Colby, unless it's Mark Goddard, he's not getting knocked out. That's for sure. <laughs> I mean, they, they better put Gary Hatley in to save Colby. Yeah. From getting knocked out, but yeah. And if I look at the stats, uh, so first we have the champ Leon. He's got Strikes landed per minute, 2.8. And Colby has it, 4.1. So Colby has somehow advantage on strikes landed per minute. Mm-hmm. But on the striking accuracy, it's 53% for Leon and 39% for Colby. So yeah. Like if Colby stays at point range or at distance, uh, he's going to get pieced up by Leon and will definitely drop will definitely get dropped, but it's about Colby taking Leon to deep waters and putting him in the deep ocean and maybe somehow get a decision. That is all I can see from this fight. Otherwise, it's Leon through and through. But 
as always i am supporting colby and i will pick colby to win this fight <laughs> against the odds yeah <laughs> um dave what are your thoughts on this fight um i think it's a fun fight i think there's actually a lot of unknowns going into this fight though uh colby's been away for a long time and his mm. last one is uh masvidal um you know i used to say that colby was kind of like Usman light or really almost like the same fighter as Usman. Mm-hmm. and uh, we saw that um leon edwards has an answer for that um I do think that maybe Colby will bring some things differently because he's a southpaw and uh, he's, he's, not, same. he's not listed as southpaw, though, is he? He's listed as orthodox because I was watching Dan Hardy earlier and he brought the page up with him on. Uh, Leon's left-handed officially, but Colby's not listed as being uh, a southpaw. That's interesting. Yeah, I, I think he's one of those fighters that fights with their strong hand forward. Uh, like he autographs with his right hand, but he fights with his right hand. Oh, forward. really? Yeah, kind of like Dustin Poirier or Michael Bisping. Um, oh, I never knew this about Colby. Uh, Kamza is actually really like it's the only time his jab's really effective is when he's in the switch stance and he's his strong hand forward. I'm pretty sure Colby's the same way that he like uh, that he's right-handed, but he definitely fights. Uh, Southpaw. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I'm... Yeah, I th- I think the for whatever reason the websites and stuff are really bad at having the wrong stances listed. Like I think I actually changed Colby on Wikipedia a long time ago. Um, I'll just just check it. He's he's listed as Southpaw on Wiki. Yeah, because that I was like, why is he listed as Orthodox? And I think I changed. It might have been me who changed it a long time ago. <laughs> Because I think, for some reason, the... Like, you'll see on different websites, one guy will be Southpaw and another guy will be Orthodox. It's bugged me forever, but... So I think that might just be wrong, because I don't know if I've ever even seen Colby not fight Southpaw. He doesn't even yeah, really he switch... Fights yeah, does he? I don't think he switches stances, really, either, does he? Maybe a little bit, but almost never, like... He might do a switch stance strike, but then immediately go back to uh, southpaw. But... I think he uses it to change position quite a lot. He'll throw a le- you know throw a left, then throw a right, or right, then a left, <laughs> to, so he can step forward and uh, dive in for a takedown or yeah. push you up against the cage. Okay. Anyways, I think you can continue, Dave. Yeah, so um, I'm not really sure what to expect. I'm kind of uh, rooting for Colby. I mean, I like Leon, mm-hmm. but it'll just be fun and create some chaos in the division. <laughs> um, I actually didn't even think about his nickname when I said that. But, yeah. <laughs> you know, it'll be fun. And, um, yeah, I, I have no idea what's going to happen. Like, I think if uh, Colby is in his peak form, he presents a lot of uh, threats to Leon's style and might be able to outwork him and uh, – use this gas tank and really get it done. But Leon's got great cardio too. Like, yeah. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Leon's been more active. Uh, he seems to have an answer for that style, at least when fighting an orthodox fighter. I don't know. I'm, I'm leaning uh, Colby just because I want to kind of bullet into existence and <laughs> see what happens after that. 
And that's all I got. Yeah, what do you think, oh. Danger Mouse? Yeah, I was gonna. Yeah, sorry, I was jumping in there. Uh, yeah, obviously, as I made clear, you know, one of my favorite fighters on the card, uh, Leon Rocky Edwards, uh, <laughs> defeated uh, Kamaru Usman up in Salt Lake City in their second match uh, with the famous head kick in the last 15 seconds or wherever it was. Um, that's still his John Annick's perfect moment of uh, commentary that is not the cloth from which he is cut and then boom uh, down goes Kamaru so yeah I know we're going back over old stuff there uh, then second uh, fight London uh, Leon pretty much ahead for most of the fight I thought uh, I, I can't remember the exact score but I don't think Kamaru took more than a round or two off him uh, I know Colby's game, wrestling game is slightly different to uh, Kamaru's uh, Colby's much more of a pressure uh, wrestler He'll switch from a double to a single to, you know, a, a, a body lock or whatever. And he's just constantly trying to take you down. Um, so for Colby to win the fight, I think he has to push Leon back uh, against the cage and obviously get some takedowns uh, and try and hold him down and do what Colby does, basically. Uh, and I, I have watched some of his fights recently and seen some highlights. And he does throw his hands a bit more than I kind of remembered because uh, obviously he hasn't bloody fought in two and a half years or whatever the hell it was. Uh, and I think the fight versus Masvidal was a lot of it was on the ground. So, yeah, that's, that's Colby's keys to victory, his usual stuff. I, if he does win, I think it'll be by decision. Uh, but I don't think he's going to win. I think Leon will take it. Um, he's striking his next level compared to Colby's. Uh, unless Colby's really, really been working on his striking uh, while he's been away. And even if he has, he can't possibly have caught Leon up. Leon's the younger guy. Uh, we have to bring up uh, Luke Thomas's favourite stat about being 35 mm. years old or, or older and trying to get a welterweight or below belt, which just very rarely happens. I think right. it's like two out of 36 or maybe three out of 36. Uh, so, yeah, Colby's chance of winning about 10%, I would say, based on the uh, stats. <laughs> uh, for, for an actual prediction of how it, I think it very possibly could uh, end, mm -hmm. I think uh, Colby and Leon are going to get uh, locked up, you know, uh, while they're both stood, and then Leon's going to break away, throw one of those lovely on the break elbows that he throws out. Mm. He's going to clip, clip Colby, drop him down, and then he'll either finish in there with ground and pound, or he might even just dive on top because Leon is not afraid to go, go to the ground, especially if he's getting top position. So. Uh, an outside yeah. chance of a outside chance of a sub for Leon as well. Uh, I think he's jujitsu is probably better than uh, Colby's uh, wrestling. Obviously, Colby has the edge, but we have to see what his tank looks like when he's back in the rinks. We, mm -hmm. I'm sure he will. I'm sure he will be in shape. It's Colby Covington. Uh, he, you know, he doesn't drink and smoke or do anything daft. So uh, <laughs> you know, he's, he's he's a good boy, and uh, he's going to be wanting to impress uh, President <laughs> Trump there as well. Uh, so yeah, uh, that, there you go. That's my. Uh, I guess that's about all I can really say without going over old ground again. <laughs> um, my only things to add are it's kind of adding on to what you guys said. Um, yeah, like Colby. Like when I first think of him, I do think of him just like, oh, he's a carbon copy to Kamaru. But um, when I think about it more, you know, he's he is Southpaw, which definitely changes things since like Leon probably fights Orthodox people a lot more 
Um, So it's kind of going to be sort of like when Connor has to fight Dustin and then he has to have a completely different game kind of thing. Um, There's also... Um, I, the cardio thing, Leon definitely has good cardio, but I kind of, I think of, um, of Colby as kind of one of those, like, insane cardio guys, so I yeah. kind of think he'll have the edge on Leon for cardio. Um, I, I think, um, Larry is right about Colby's chin, although you never know, like, with his age and, like, he allegedly got a concussion from uh jorge masvidal <laughs> yeah the restaurant brawl yeah <laughs> colby does get dropped colby does get dropped quite often it's just that he bounces straight back up yeah hey now uh, but never up. don't forget <laughs> <laughs> yeah so i'm kind of expecting him to not get ko'd um and then the other thing in the differences between Kamaru and Colby is just that Kamaru's kind of like a power, like even his jabs are just like super powerful and Colby's more of a volume guy. Um, So actually I just thought of something. Um, Colby is a Southpaw. So is Nate Diaz. And they're, they're actually kind of very similar, at least on their, on the striking side. Um, Not bad. (laughs) <laughs> no, no. That's, unfair. that's unfair Nate Diaz can actually box a little bit yeah I think yeah I guess I would give Nate the edge in boxing I don't know maybe I give Colby too much credit but I kind of think of him as like a volume jabbing guy um and Nate did end up giving uh Leon a little bit of trouble at the end of their fight yeah, and, I, don't, I don't. I don't think Leon's going to be relaxing in this fight somehow. With his <laughs> yeah, I don't, think, I don't think there's going to be any last ten second uh, slips <laughs> from him this time round. Um, but yeah, I wasn't even thinking of that, and it just popped into my head the kind of similarities. And I kind of think Colby is better, you know, overall than than Nate Diaz, and then Colby obviously can wrestle where Nate basically can't. So, and I guess if he mixed in his cardio, maybe, or his uh, wrestling, maybe that would tire out Leon more. So I guess, I guess there is a lot of paths to victory in my mind for Colby. I'm thinking like the cardio jabbing thing, and if he lands a few hard shots on Leon, then maybe he has a chance. Um... I'm I'm also picking Colby in this fight. Oh God! <laughs> yeah, three to one against Danger Mouse. There we go. Jesus, the anti-British hate in this <laughs> on this show is just terrible. I, mean, I tell you now. <laughs> last thing you should expect is Indians to root for you. Yeah, <laughs> and they're gonna take you down like they did in 1776 or 77. I don't. Who's gonna do that? In front of President Trump, yeah. But going back to the fight, I can see Leon getting. Uh, I can see. I can see Leon slowing Colby down. If Leon gets any space at all, he's mm-hmm. going to blast. He's going to blast Colby's legs and body to death Ooh, with his yeah. uh, kicks. Uh, and it only takes one good leg kick to slow. You know, to slow Colby down enough that he can't get those takedowns. Plus, as we have said. Leon's takedown defense is bloody effective, right? Uh, and and he's very. He does, I think 
I think somebody commented on it about uh, when he was fighting Kimura. He does that double hand grab, so he controls one hand. So that's mm. really, 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 really takes a lot of the, the wrestler's kind of options, what he can do next. Yeah. Yeah, I do think, like, I'm being a little risky picking Colby. Um, but I don't know. In my mind, people un- have are, like, underplaying how good Colby is. I, I see all the arguments against Colby, like his... You know, he hasn't won in a long time. He hasn't yeah, fought like, in a long time. <laughs> yeah, like his record. <laughs> Apart from Kamaru, who he lost to twice, he hasn't really fought anyone <laughs> in the top 15, I don't think, in, what, a de- decade or who knows what. He has zero victories over current top 15 left. But, I mean, that's a, like, Masvidal is a good fighter, though, still. Like, yeah. he's a decent fighter, and that's a legit win. And let's not forget... That the Camaro has no knees and he hasn't had him for a while, so he doesn't have that explosiveness in his takedown ability that Colby mm. has. Oh, that's a like, good point. Like uh, Camaro doesn't really ha- do the huge takedowns anymore. Like his knees are gone. I mean, they still work, but they're not the same. I think we saw some of that in the Kamzat fight. So mm-hmm. I think he presents a like Edwards could defend the takedowns, but um, I think. Uh, Colby actually presents uh, more of a wrestling threat at this point in their career than Usman did when they thought. Mm-hmm. And I would like to say, I did like the uh, Nate Diaz analogy, but actually mm-hmm. right before you said that, Nick Diaz actually came to my mind because, um, you know, I, I agree did with you. Did they fight? Like, yeah, like no. volume jabs and stuff. And Colby will actually like just throw lots of uh, like jabs and hooks and shits to touch you, touch you. And that's kind of like a Diaz mm-hmm. thing. But mm-hmm. also, Colby will throw an occasional stupid kick. Like, he's got kind of a fun uh, tornado kick and shit. Yeah. And that's like, uh, that's something that uh, Nick Diaz originated and brought to the game was to throw oh. stupid kicks. Right out of <laughs> <laughs> I like the Diaz analogy. I just would have went a little bit different. And I actually yeah. I thought of that too. That's a good call. I was just thinking because I remembered that Nate had fought uh, Edwards and I was thinking back to that actual fight. But yeah, you're probably probably right that he's closer to Nick. Yeah, and I'm thinking like the Robbie Lawler fight, like how um, Colby would just like throw endless combos without much power, but like jabs and straights and hooks and shit and like, that's similar to like what old D like, is as he used to do. Yeah. That's a I mean, obviously they're not the same fighters, same style, but there is a lot of good analogies there, I think. Yeah. I mean, in uh, line with that Nate Diaz uh, fight of Leon. Uh, if ever Colby comes close to finish Leon, that would be, I guess, like in the fifth round when Nate Stockton slapped him and he was, uh, Leon was bust for a while. I mean, it's a far gone thought, mm-hmm. or rather, a far away thought. But I don't see Colby getting any closer to a finish. He oh, okay. just has to drag Leon out. Okay, and so you think it'll way to be a decision? And yeah, I mean, if he wins, actually, do you think it'll be a decision either way? I guess Danger Mouse thought it could be a submission by Leon. I think Leon has all the all the options available to him, and the number of submission on those guys are pretty awful. Let me just say. 
admin. Those guys are not submitting anyone. <laughs> yeah. Extra <laughs> teacher, but that yeah, could be the case. But <laughs> no, like, uh, if uh, let me. So again, tw- tw- 20, set, 2016, sorry, 2016, the last time Leon got a submission. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Remember, that was when President Trump was in the house. <laughs> or rather, like, the pink suit guy. Oh, uh, bizarrely enough, 2016 was the last <laughs> yeah. time Colby got a uh, submission yeah. as well. <laughs> yeah, so there you go. And they're both against people I've never heard of, which might <laughs> say <Yeah>. something. <laughs> Should we move on to the next the next fight? Pantoja versus Royval? Yeah, probably. Okay. <laughs> yeah, so I'm excited for this fight. Um, I I like how both of them seem to love fighting. The The last time they fought, which I think was fairly recently, um, they both had like this really fast face-off where they seemed like, like I think Royval was like so excited that his face-off was like a half-second face-off. And I don't know, I just think they're both really fun fighters. Um... I haven't really thought too much about the matchup. Um, you know, obviously Pantoja submitted Roy Val like really quickly when they last fought. Um, I haven't thought about like how they've changed and stuff since then, but I just think they're both fun fighters. So it's gonna, you know, I'm going to enjoy the fight. I'm thinking. Did, re- did you have a thought danger mouse on this fight? Not a lot on this one, to be honest. Uh, as always, I tend to like the uh, heavy, heavier fighters, so I haven't mm-hmm. paid that much attention to these two. But with Pantoja, you know, with losing to Pantoja the last time they fought, which is only two, well, two years ago now. Uh, looking at the record, uh, I didn't rewatch. I haven't rewatched it. Uh, but you said it was a fast submission. Um, I, I can't go against the guy who's already won one of these fights. Uh, I don't think there's much. Yeah. In- much in age, and from what I can gather, Pantoja is seriously tough. So, uh, yeah, I'm, I'll be going with uh, the current champion for this one. Um, I guess I also was wrong. I was thinking it was a first round submission, but it was early into the second round. Oh, okay. So, yeah. I guess it there was a little. I I remember that fight being fun. I didn't rewatch it or anything. Dave, did you have thoughts on this fight? Um, not much. I'm uh, looking forward to it. It should be a good scrap. I'm kind of brooding for Raw Dog. Like, I like Pantoja. Um, I like both the guys, and I just want to see the mix-up with uh, Raw Dog getting the win. Like, I don't think either of them is the best uh, flyweight in the world. Yeah. Or even the second-best flyweight in the world. So I kind of just want to... I just hope it's a banger of a fight. I'm not really that invested in who wins. Okay. But, uh... <laughs> You know, it, it's gonna be. It's probably gonna be wild. Like, yeah, um, like uh, start fighting safe, and uh, so Pantoja will fight that pace and uh, bring it to him. I don't know. It should be a hell of a fight. Fight of the night, probably. Yeah. That's all I have. Larry, do you have thoughts on this fight? Uh, yeah, I think um, it's a great fight, but actually, I believe this has like gone under the radar and. Maybe only the hardcores like are following or care about this fight, but you can look at the past title fights in uh, flyweight division and 
there's only been bangers like you know the moreno mm. the period of moreno was like all out wars there was nothing short of it yeah even the fight he lost to pentoja so uh, i personally do not i do not expect anything less from these guys and coming to the fighters uh, pentoja is 4 and 1 in his last five and royval is 3 and 2 but mm-hmm. if uh, we go by uh, of course uh, pentoja has actually beat royval as as you said subbed him in the second round uh, i expect the same result this time because uh, if or i do not think uh, the raw dog has got that dog in him or changed much <laughs> of his <laughs> uh, fighting abilities to beat pentoja since their last fight uh, let me see yeah, that was 2 years and 3 months back from now so mm-hmm. i am confident that royval will not catch up pentoja and i believe pentoja to in this fight and it's it's going to be a finish i think yeah, yeah. uh was that all you had on that fight yeah if we look at the odds uh, uh pentoja is somewhere around 180 to or rather minus 180 to minus 200 and royval is royval is around 160 plus so yeah, yeah pentoja should be the one who would be putting the money it's a safe bet i would say yeah i mean um... uh, uh the guys already talked like pentoja beat Moreno, not by his skill, but like his sheer will. So, yeah, uh, I expect the same from him. Of course, his father is back with him, or whatever the case was. Yeah, and uh, that's what actually the sad part to see after yeah. that fight. Like, guy was literally crying in the octagon after the fight. Yeah, an unsupportive. Or maybe he should stop crying like a bitch and man up. <laughs> I think he did. He became champion of the world. <laughs> I think that's that's man enough. <laughs> yeah. Come on, you Brazilians. Show some courage. Um going on yeah. uh, the fact that Leon Edwards uh, father also died uh, under very different circumstances. Uh, m- maybe best base for Vina a champion is uh, your father dying. Wow. <laughs> Interesting. I didn't even know that. I hope somebody does not kill their father to become champion. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> One other thing I was thinking about Royval is he's he um actually two other things. One is like it's kind of impossible for him to have a bad fight in my opinion at least I don't know in every fight I've seen him in. Yeah, he fought Ro- Rogerio Bonterin who like basically tries to have the most boring fights possible and the UFC basically cut him as soon as they could find a good excuse to but Royval still made that fight pretty fun um and the other thing is Royval um he does he tends to like fight maybe too hard for his own gas tank so that's like um like I think you guys were saying you expected it to end in a in a finish and that probably adds to it because it's like if he doesn't uh finish the fight then um Pantoja will 
probably finish him because he'll get tired, especially because it's a five round fight. It might be his first five round fight. Were you going to add anything, Danger Mouse? Oh, or anyone? I don't, I don't know. Uh, like, Pan- Pantosia has good cardio, he's proven. Mm-hmm. But I think if uh, Ravel brings that pace, that uh, he'll wear down uh, Pantosia's cardio with him. And I think if it goes Ooh. on, they will both be kind of gassed. And, oh, yeah. Like, Pantosia will probably be less gassed, but I think that he'll uh, match uh, Ravel's tenacity and uh, volume and stuff, and uh, they'll both be tired. That's a guess. Yeah, that's a good point. Did anyone else have any thoughts on this fight? Nope. Okay. Ooh, okay. Um, This next fight, I don't have that many thoughts on, but by the sounds of it, you guys do. Um, Shavkat Rachmanov versus Steven Wonderboy Thompson. Danger Mouse, didn't you say Shavkat is your other favorite fighter, or was that Larry? Now I'm forgetting. I did say Shavkat was uh, my other favorite fighter. Do you want? Do you want to start on this fight? Yeah, for sure. Take it away. Shavkat Rachmanov. Mm. That man mm. gives me chills. Uh, Laura Sanko saying it all that you needed to say there. Shavkat's an absolute beast. 17 fights, 17 finishes. I think eight by knockout and nine by submission. Uh, he did the ultimate uh, thing at uh, the John Jones versus Gann card. I forget which number card it was, uh, where he uh, did that weird kind of, uh, I forget what type of choke it was, on Jeff Neal. And just as Jeff Neal started to tap, he passed out. And uh, mm-hmm. Shavkat recreated the John Jones Machida moment where he just pulled his arms away and Neil crumpled to the floor. Uh, and that's the closest anyone has taken uh, Shavkat to a decision, um, which obviously it's a step up in competition, so that tells us something. Uh, I have heard people saying that Shavkat's wrestling isn't actually that great, but it's certainly a lot better than Wonderboy Thompson's is, I'm afraid. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. You know, I, d- I did see the interview that Luke Thomas with, did with Shavkat, uh, and Shavkat did seem to be suggesting that he's going to engage on the feet with Stephen, which it's that's a dangerous game to play. Uh, I think uh, very potentially, obviously, if Wonderboy lands a flush kick, maybe he could end the fight that way. But I think this is the biggest favourite on the card, and I completely understand why uh, that Kazakhstan horse-eating, horse-riding uh, <laughs> son of a bitch is, is going to destroy poor old Wonderboy. Uh, <laughs> So, yeah, I, I, I love Wonderboy. He's a great fighter. He had one of my favorite fights of last year against Kevin Holland. Uh, but that fight was played out under kind of rules between them almost, where mm-hmm. Holland, when, when he got Wonderboy down, he, he just stepped back and went, get up, Steve, and, you know, let's fight this out on the feet. Not that Wonderboy did the same. He, he actually kept Holland down for a little, a little while. So, so don't be too concerned that he's too nice in the cage. Uh, you know, Wonderboy has his uh, vicious moments for sure. Uh, but I'd, I think he's too old, and Shavkat's just too good all around. Um, so yeah, that's that's about it for. Uh, the, I dare say somebody will say something that'll spark something in my mind. But <laughs> Dave, did you want to go next? Um, I'm excited for this fight. Uh, I think Shavkat's pretty talented, and I've always been a fan of uh, Wonder Boy in his style. I think his uh, 
wrestling defense and takedown defense is underrated. Like uh, sometimes it happens, but uh, mm-hmm. he has shown good ability to defend in the past. Like Johnny Hendricks, he uh, I don't think he had taken down at all. Um, I think mm-hmm. uh, I'm, I'm actually rooting for Steven, and I think he's got a good chance in this fight. I think uh, with um, Shavkat's grappling style, I think Steven's footwork will work well and uh, be able to keep his hands off of him. And I see uh, Steven catching him with maybe his straight sidekicks. Uh, he's actually got a really good and powerful straight like karate jab and straight. And so uh, I see opportunities for him to land those during the fight and shock the world and uh, knock down uh, Shavkat and finish him, which would be wild. But, uh, you know, Shavkat's got youth on his side and he's like a destroyer. So he could just go in there and walk through it and uh, smash him. But yeah. I see some things in Steven in this matchup that I like. And uh, I'm rooting for him. Larry? Uh, yep. So, in short, I would say this fight is going to be elder abuse on Wonderboy. That's <laughs> what I can see is going to happen or I expect <laughs> to happen. Uh, so, yeah, just let me go through some numbers on this fight. So, yeah, Shaukat is your heavy, heavy favorite with minus 550 and Wonderboy plus 400. Uh, if you want to go ahead and bet your house on it, I won't say. <laughs> but, yeah, let's just say I have very good things to say about Shaukat, but very poor about Thompson. The grandpa <laughs> is very old and it's time to hang up his gloves and go home, maybe join Bryce Mitchell on his farm. <laughs> <laughs> if he allows. Uh, of course, and yeah. Uh, if we talk about their game, I, Shaukat, I think, got pretty wild against was it Joff? Yeah, Joff Neal and took too many shots. I think... Uh, of course, he needs to avoid that going up the 170 ladder. I mean, he cannot afford to take these many shots from these guys. And of course, Wonder Boy and his karate, maybe a, strike, a lightning strikes and maybe he catches him with a head kick. That is, of course, always going to be in there. But I think uh, Shaukat uh, is going to storm Wonder Boy. Maybe first round finish and I can see uh, Wonderboy's head bouncing off the cans. Mm. Uh, like uh, Shaukat is not going to go to the ground. He will just like bend his waist and put some elbows on Grandpa's face and that would be the end of his career. And go home sweet dreams. Never come back. I don't <laughs> want to see you again. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's kind of unfair. I think most fans would like to see Stephen Thompson again. Just Maybe not against a killer like uh, Shavkat. Yeah. Uh, no, that's that, what he got. That... I mean, he got on the wrong side of Tina. So after <laughs> yeah, saying did, no uh, yeah. Pereira when he yeah. missed weight, I think it was four pounds. So Pereira weighed in at one seventy four, and he said, "F off! I'm not fighting this guy." Yeah. And that's yeah. now. Uh, something that uh, Dave uh, spurred up uh, with talking about this fight. Uh, presuming that Shavkat, as I think most of us think uh, he will do, beats Thompson, that puts him in line for a title shot. Um, so let's again, I know I know uh, Larry will disagree, but let's say that Leon wins the title or retains his belt. 
Um, and no, Shavkat is up. <laughs> and Shavkat, Shavkat gets the title shot next, let's say, for sake of argument. Or well, this is going to give us a great idea of how Leon will perform against Shavkat. Because I have said for a while, I thought that Leon could potentially beat Shavkat. I thought his wrestling, you know, his wrestling defense is good enough to potentially stop Shavkat getting into takedowns. And he's better than him on the striking. Maybe not as hard a hitter, but I think it'd be an interesting view to what we might see in the future. Uh, presuming it goes that way, of course. Mm-hmm. And uh, against that, I would like to say, like, if Colby wins, I expect him to go on like two year vacation and never come back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and also, like, uh, Shaukat is seventeen and zero right now, and expect him to get eighteenth finish and nineteenth if uh, Laura Sanko wanna get it. Yeah. One thing I wanted to say is, um. You know, I did see a path for Steven to win this. and uh, But I do think uh, um, Shavkat can win it on the feet, and he can knock him out. And uh, if he decides to stand and bang with uh, Steven, I give him just as good a chance to win, even if he didn't. So mm. My my only addition is I, I do think uh, Steven seems... Wonderboy seems like one of those fighters who is, I don't know they're like good when they're old still maybe not like good enough to beat the very best but i wouldn't mind him sticking around at this point like i'm not kind of scared for his health like some other old fighters i think he's going to be knocked out once or twice hasn't he yeah only once by uh anthony pettis that superman punch i think which was in 2019 i guess so yeah, he might have a chin, or it might just be his his fighting style is kind of very defensive, which is why he ends up in some boring fights sometimes. He has fought some big punchers recently and has uh, survived. So, he, yeah, he's, like he does get hit, but he kind of yeah uh, maybe rolls away and shit. He survived Jeff Neal for five rounds. That's pretty good, and Kevin Holland. Yeah. Well, oh yeah, I guess. Yeah, Th- those guys both have power. Yeah, just look. I've just brought some up on topology. When Stephen loses, it's mainly by decision. Decision. Yep. He's not easy. But not this time, I think. <laughs> no, for once, uh, my friend, we agree on this one. <laughs> <laughs> this is three rounds, right? Yeah. This yeah. Is three. yeah. I mean, I do not want to see. Wonder Boy in a fight on main event anymore. It's better this way. <laughs> and hopefully the last of it I ever see. <laughs> Retire into the sunset. Off to teach karate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which is what he does now anyway, so Yeah, it's hard not to root for him yeah. after him yeah. watching him teach like youth karate and shit. Yeah. Okay, the next fight, Tony Ferguson versus Patty Pimblett. Maybe Dave can start us on that. Oh, uh, yeah, I don't really care. Um, a lot of people really? complain. Okay. Yeah. A lot of people complain about the matchmaking for Tony, and I actually like it. I think it's one of the better, safer matchups in the mm-hmm. division form. Uh, it'll probably be competitive. Um I think it's, I mean, it's kind of almost like a lose-lose for Patty. 
Like if he loses it to Tony, then everyone's going to be like, oh, you lost it to Tony, and he's already kind of getting a lot of flack. And then if he, he beats him, they're like, oh, he beat uh, Wash Tony. Um, if Tony wins, you know, that would be good to see, and it's good moral victory for him. But uh, I don't know. I think there's just like a mid-level MMA fight, and um, I'm not really too interested in the outcome or whatnot. <laughs> like, I'll feel the same way if either wins. So. Okay. Larry, what do you think? Uh, I'm just praying to God, just let Tony win this time, man. <laughs> like, what has he done? What has he done wrong to deserve this? Like <laughs> getting choked, choked out by not soaking Bobby Green is the worst thing I would expect to happen. <laughs> like, yeah, that like the man is on a rough, rough six fight losing skit. Uh, nobody would have imagined him to go like he was. If we take out the losses, he was 25 and 3, and now he's 25 and 9. Again, he's yeah. not improved his striking stance. And yeah, to plug in the MMAI, uh, maybe you can head over to Jed's channel and he has a great breakdown on what's Tony doing wrong with his striking. Mm. The movements and exits, everything is wrong with this guy. So and now, if we talk about his chances against Paddy, I think it's better he's fighting him and not somebody like Matt Travola or anyone. Yeah. I think he has a good chance to beat Paddy. Um, striking, he has, I think, yeah. So, Tony has a reach of 76 and a half inches. Oh. While Paddy has 73 inches. So, it's three and a half inch of eight, uh, reach advantage. So, if he tries to keep the distance and pick him out some distance, that could be the way Tony gets a double. Or maybe he drops him or not. I'm not sure about that, but I'm sure Paddy will try to close the distance and take him down. And one of the things that I always hate Tony does is that he never tries to get up if he's ever taken down. Like he will just stay there and do whatever yeah. he can, but he will hardly try to like actively move up and get to striking. He will just lay down and try to fight from his back, and that is sometimes cost him fights. So I expect him to keep this fight standing. That is where I see him winning, and I hope that funny scouts just get beat up. <laughs> what do you think, Danger Mouse? Um, obviously, I'm supposedly tied up by this one by the fact that Paddy Pimler is English and uh, so am I. So um, I, I probably oh. will be picking. I will, probably will be picking uh, Paddy. Uh, Tony, <laughs> Tony, Tony's just washed. Uh, I think, uh, as uh, Larry said, you know, he's gone from 25 and three to 25 and nine mm -hmm. uh, in in his last few fights. Um, I saw something with George uh, Saint Pierre today uh, talking about, you know protecting his legacy and not coming back and fighting past 40 in the cage. And Tony Ferguson should have done that three years ago. He should have done yeah. that. After, after Gaethje beat the brakes off him, that should have been the end of his fight career there. Yeah. Uh, that, that was, that was life-changing damage that he took in that fight. Um, so, yeah, I, don't get me wrong. I think Ferguson has a chance. Paddy, unless he's 
really improved his striking in the last year. Uh, does tend to leave his chin up in the air, so he's always open for a kick or a punch that could send him out. I know scousers don't get knocked out, according to Paddy, but trust me, some they do. I've seen it often <laughs> enough Remember in the UFC. <laughs> I mean, maybe oh, like yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> by, Ju- yeah, yeah. by Judas, come on, man! Stop <laughs> saying trousers don't get knocked out. <laughs> so yeah, got I, I think out Pat- in home. So so yeah, I think Paddy probably gets it done. Uh, a submission seems very likely. If Bobby Green can submit Tony Ferguson. Paddy Pimlot is a whole world above him in uh, his BJJ skill. I'm not saying he's the best in the world or anything, but from what I've seen, he's actually pretty good at uh, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, Paddy I mean, Pimlot. getting choked out by Bobby Lee is enough to say that Paddy has a chance. <laughs> exactly. Tony. Yeah. yeah. yeah so I think this is the way of boosting Pimblet's uh, profile a little bit, although I don't think it'll do that much for his reputation because everyone either loves Ferguson or just knows that he's completely washed and no one cares anymore. Uh, <laughs> so I don't think it's got a big pop, a big boost on Paddy's career, uh, but I think it... Come on, man, go easy on my guy, <laughs> It probably either will or should put the end on Tony Ferguson's career. If not, well, mm-hmm. then just... Just throw him to uh, Benoit Sandini and let's let's <laughs> let Benoit put an end to Tony's career instead. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, that that's it for me. Paddy Paddy Pimblet for the win. You want to see Tony die in there, right? Putting him putting him against Benoit. That would be his death wish. Just throwing him against my favorite lightweight at the moment. So yeah. Did you have a comment you wanted to add, Dave? I saw um, you unmute. No. Okay. No. <laughs> um, <laughs> my thoughts. Like Dave is least least bothered about a washed Tony and a funny scouser fighting. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my thoughts on this fight. Um, I kind of agree with. Dave's sentiment that like everyone else was freaking out about this fight, but I was kind of like, this is one of the only matchups where I wouldn't be upset uh, to see Tony to see Tony in because like there's so many like terrifying people at lightweight, and I don't really find Patty that terrifying. He, his grappling is obviously uh, pretty good. I don't know how good, but. Um, I'm not really scared of his striking for Tony. Um, I guess the question obviously is like, I I don't know. Most people think Tony is extremely washed and I do too, but I kind of, I kind of think that washed Tony might still be able to beat Patty Pimblett. Cause I really don't think Patty Pimblett is very good. Uh, there we go. <laughs> Oh, I'm not. I, you know, the, I mean, you the hype right. train is the hype train has dropped off Paddy quite a while ago. I think in his last fight. Yeah. Yeah. Um, his UBLs are revealed against God. <laughs> um. Yeah, I guess him getting submitted by Bobby Green, you know, <laughs> is not a good look for for Tony. But I don't know. I'm. I guess 
The thing I'm most concerned about is the angle Tony took with this fight, like getting David Goggins, because I think oh, God, David, yeah. that's like, he's like trying to basically be, yeah, like Tony doesn't need, Tony has always had, like Tony Goggins, or sorry, Tony has always had David Goggins energy where like, like we saw Charles and Benil both like try to submit him, but he just wouldn't tap. Um, and that's kind of David Goggins never give up whatever energy already. He doesn't really need David Goggins to beat the shit out of his body with crazy workouts or whatever. So I'm, I'm hoping, you know, he's maybe just doing it as like a media thing. Um, and that he's actually training <laughs> training MMA and not beating up his body with David Goggins. There is no way that's the case. She is absolutely all in on training it. I don't think Tony does media things. I think that's just Oh, the that is who he is. Yeah. That's that's a good point. Anthony Smith, next client for David Goggins. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Goggins might need to add some uh, weapons training. Maybe. I'm not sure because Anthony's got to save his family, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, on the Goggins thing, I uh, just wanted to say. Yeah. Like, I just don't understand why Tony wants to train that part of the game, which has mm-hmm. never let him know. Like cardio was, or was, or still has always been the strongest point of his game. Like, you just don't understand why he went through that route. And it yeah. actually should be training with Goggins and not flying on its yards or anything. But <laughs> I can kind of understand why. Sometimes I think of those two guys in comparison and I'm you know, actually sad to say, like, Tony deserved that life. Tony deserved to be a champion and get all the money and get all the royalties in his life, but he's training <laughs> David freaking Goggins. I don't know why. <laughs> and like, puking on him in the gym, and that's absolutely horrible to see, like. Yeah. And I'm, I don't know why he still, he has got no gyms, like, a good team, like, his whole career is like still running on with his 10th planet jiu-jitsu, the Eddie Brow system, like, which is long gone now. Like, everybody is quite over it. And yeah, the old guard that Tony followed took him as far as it can, and it finally stopped working against Justin. Yeah. When he tried to pull a stunt by cutting weight two weeks before <laughs> the fight. You'll miss weight cut in history. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, no belts in his cabin as well. So if you count interim, then there was one. But that of of Kevin Lee is nothing you can flaunt. So Mm -hmm. I honestly like really wish that guy deserves so much more or deserved so much more in his career. And he has nothing to show for it. Yeah. And the Tony that you see right now is like an old soul walking in the... Yeah. 
like he's like look he just looks dead beat you know i don't know yeah. why <laughs> his soul has been his soul was drained he just tried to call this so i don't know man but <laughs> that beating was like somebody put that guy through some burner pipe or something i yeah. don't know like put him through fire yeah it was little <laughs> help for him and i don't know man i just don't know why that stupid fight happened tony <laughs> should not have taken that fight i still if there ever was a point i could turn back the clock in mma career i would stop tony from taking that fight yeah he might Rather, be maybe stop not cut the weight i'm not sure either of those was the turning point and he maybe had like kind of the worst like luck i or i don't know if it's luck but like where he was like on this crazy win streak and then it got like destroyed by crazy bad luck and so he never really got his or he didn't I guess get his actual title shot. No. And yeah, I don't know if that's like the worst uh yeah, I don't know the word for the it like in the UFC, but it's a pretty bad one. Worse like luck or whatever. And he actually um, managed to beat Michael Chandler in the first round, but I feel uh, I know I'm yeah. going too far <laughs> on this Tony Ferguson <laughs> meltdown drama, but <laughs> Yeah, yeah, he looked good I in the first know. round versus Yeah, he beat, I think he beat he beat Michael on the his scorecard as well as mine. He definitely won the first round and then there's yeah. there you go back flipping Mike Chandler off of knock <laughs> out of Tony Ferguson, yeah. Yeah. Um Yeah, that is all. I need to shut up now on Tony Ferguson. <laughs> yeah. I might try a little, you know. Let's go on. <laughs> I don't understand uh why actually people don't understand why he's doing it because uh in the past Tony has always been uh, mentally strong but he's also like in a crazy way mm-hmm. and uh recently he has had a couple of submission losses where maybe like Tony has in Bobby Green maybe he saw some quitting himself for the first time and maybe mm. he feels like his mental thing isn't quite where it used to be in in the crazy train of thought you know Maybe that's what he thought. Like, he doesn't have a head coach, really, or he didn't for the longest time, or someone to point him in the right direction, so. Yeah. He's done a... I'm I'm actually, I'm not surprised that he went that direction. Sorry. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, Yeah, that's a good point. Um, I mean, Tony would even tell his coach, like, hold on, brother, I'm talking, so. (laughs) Tony Ferguson is the only guy who can head coach Tony Ferguson. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, the next fight is Vicente Luque versus Ian Machado Gary. Um, maybe, <laughs> maybe Larry wants to, to start on this one with his, you know, with his love of following Ian Machado Gary's life. <laughs> uh, there's no love for uh, Ian Machado Gary at all in me, like, <laughs> I mean, apart from the obvious drama that is happening right now, I like it's. I don't know. It's with the Irish guys and English guys, but yeah, I just the persona of those guys. I just don't like. But yeah, if we go over to the fights, we have Vincente Luque 
and Ian Machado Gary. Uh, so Luke is worldwide ranked 10. That's on topology and nine for Gary. So mm. from fight wise, I think it's a pretty close fight for me. The favorite is Gary, but I would still like to bank on with Luke. Uh, Again, favoring a second Brazilian, not so cool we like, but yeah. Brazilians over Irish this time. And uh, okay, I would not like to say it, but some cucks as well. So, somewhat. Cuck. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Wait, like cuck? <laughs> Is that yeah. what you're saying? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I didn't want to say it, but yeah, since you brought up it up front, so yeah, he's a big cut. <laughs> I don't know what you expected me to say, but uh, it says, uh, of course, these guys were teammates. I mean, this is not what you we should forget. Like, they both trained at Kill Cliff. Mm, so okay. What they have, like, made of each other, like, maybe they have part together, but yeah. And also the like style-wise, Luke has uh, average stand-up, not so great. Of course, there's no head movement or so. And yeah. Gary, has, yeah, I think a uh, pretty good striking. He can light Luke on his feet. Uh, Luke should uh, go and try to take carry down and maybe get a finish on the ground. I do not see Luke having a chance. And the striking range against Gary. Uh, when, so oh, actually, Luke has two inch reach advantage, which I don't, I didn't expect to have, but it says so. So, but still, I believe Gary has a very good stand up. Also, his high kicks are really good. And uh, Luke, I think, suffered some brain injury. So, I'm also mm. worried about that. Hopefully, he does not get striked in the head. Or get yeah. a leg kick. Same goal lights out instead of Wonderboy. I mean, Grant can I don't care, but not Luke. Yeah. yeah. Uh, of course, uh, I uh, let's just put it this way. The brain says scary, but heart wants Luke just to see that Irish lose. I mean, there's too much coming <laughs> off to me. <laughs> But this goal we can you will have to suffer through it. <laughs> Fair enough. Um Danger Mouse? What do you think? Are you uh, yeah. leaning? Sorry, go ahead. No, no, I can I can It doesn't like the Irish ones, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll start with Luke here before I go on to uh, hating uh, Gary. Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> I, I, I've always kind of liked uh, Vincente Luque. He's always, I don't know, I, I don't really know why I like him, but I just do like him for whatever, like I said, mm -hmm. for whatever reason. Uh, it's not got a terrible record. Uh, I don't know much about his brain injury, uh, exactly when that happened. Uh, I'm looking at his record and I can't see any huge gaps that I can see where it happened. I think uh, that was he, before his last fight. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, his oh, last right. fight was his first time back since the brain bleed. He had like a brain oh. hemorrhage. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. Has got a loss to Stephen Thompson, which doesn't bode well for him facing someone like Gary. Because if they were 
two fighters that I wanted to say have, I guess, similar styles. Uh, Gary and Thompson uh, have that same kind of uh, kick-heavy uh, game. Uh, maybe not identical, but close enough for uh, for my analogy. Uh, so, yeah, I, I like get, uh, Luke A. I could see him getting the wind if he can get it down to the ground and make it a dirty fight. Uh, but if it stays standing, I think Gary just has too many weapons for him um, and will end up taking it. I'm not sure if it'll be a KO or, KO or a decision. Uh, it could be either, but most likely I would guess a KO. Uh, Gary, I think... Then again, we don't know how Gary's going to react to... Uh, the recent media attention that he's had. We know he's closed all his social media off and he's not taking yeah. uh, messengers anymore. Uh, and we also know for a fact that Colby is probably going to come after him uh, on the press conference on Thursday night or whenever it yes, is. Yes, sir. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'll, be, I'll be looking forward to seeing that because I don't think Leon's going to give Colby that much to work with, but uh, Gary, <laughs> Gary's just an, an open wound begging to have salt poured in at the moment. Is he and Gary? <laughs> We just need it's shame Sean Strickland isn't fighting on the same guard as well because I think we'd see Gary leaving tears if that was happening. Uh, <laughs> I mean, he deserves it for what he did for to Magni. Yeah, he actually yeah, deserves exactly. it. Yeah, know? yeah. Like he made Magni like fight hard for the custody of his kids. So I'm not sure maybe what's the case with Magni, but yeah, I think he said that. So yeah. In Dana's words, he deserves it. <laughs> so, yeah, so I don't have much else to say on it. Like I said, I think Gary will win in all likelihood. Uh, it's certainly who I'll be putting my Discord pick on. Uh, but good luck to Vincente Luque. Um... But it, I guess it is now we have a Brazilian-American fighting a Brazilian-Irishman because Gary is claiming now that he wants a, a Brazilian passport as well. <laughs> That's gonna make it. That's gonna make him really popular in Ireland. I'll tell you now. <laughs> well, he has a Brazilian last name, so it's only fair. I'm not sure. Last time I checked, you were ready to take someone's last name. I would do that. Um, <laughs> yeah. See. So you should read that and be beware of those these girls. Is Dave now gonna? Is Dave now gonna write wabs, wives and boyfriends? <laughs> Husbands and boyfriends. Watch Dad's edition. Cab. Dave, <laughs> what do you have thoughts on this fight? Yeah, I'll be quick. Um, I think it's a good fight for Ian Gary. Uh, I also like Vincente Luque for some unknown yeah. reason. And uh, I was really worried about the hemorrhage, but he came back and he dealt with RDA and he looked very impressive. But... Um, I think Ian Gary's size is going to be a problem. And I think this is kind of be like MMA and Muay Thai versus MMA overall striking with a little hint of karate. And I think that favors uh, the reach and the range of Ian Gary. And so uh, I expect him to just uh, maintain distance and uh, land on him and uh, get a decision or a TKO. And it's a fun fight. And uh, Luke is one of those guys that's never in a boring yeah. fight. Yeah. That's true. Uh, yeah, I think I also like Luke, although I kind of know why. It's when he submitted Michael Chiesa, because I was kind of thinking Chiesa would have the grappling edge in that fight. And then I was like, holy shit, he just submitted Michael Chiesa. 
Um, and then since then, I've thought he was kind of cool. Um, well, to be fair, uh, I can yeah. interrupt, but to be fair, if you submit Michael Chiesa by Darth, that doesn't really count. Bravo. It is a Bravo. Wait, was everyone, it a Bravo it... or is that mislabeled? Same same joke, different name. Michael okay. Oh, right. Okay. Wait, sorry. Like, it was a meme. Like, Holland got him by Darst. Masvidal got him by Darst. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, yeah. That is funny. That's hilarious. Yeah. Kevin Holland and <laughs> Bravo choked Michael Chiesa. I mean, last time I said Judas was submitting something, it was his paper to his parole officer. So. Yeah, I think before that fight, I said, watch. Like, Holland's going to Darst him, and it's going to be hilarious. <laughs> like, just keeps- just as a meme. He's susceptible. Okay, yeah. that okay. Yeah, I was should have put that one on should have put that one on the bookies. That would have paid off very nicely. Yeah. I kind of uh, after my Olberg by sub in round three, I kinda of quit <laughs> and went off with the win. Um Yeah. Um I just wanna say I agree with Ian Machado Gary that you shouldn't hit your kids. Um Although he was kind of going a little crazy <laughs> with that take. <laughs> that was a little wild. Yeah. Um Yeah, I I guess I guess I haven't really thought of, I don't know what's gonna happen in this fight. I guess it's kind of like uh Vicente Luque. Um he to me he was like the hype prospect for a long time, and now it's kind of like he lost to Bilal and Jeff Neal. It's like, well, I guess he's not really as good as I thought. And then Machado is like the new hype guy. And I'm kind of thinking Ian, sorry, I called him Machado. Um, Ian is probably going to win. But I don't really have any reason to think that. Just like that Vicente, you know, his, he, he just kind of, like I think beating RDA at 170 isn't that great. Um, and then he lost to Jeff Neal and Bilal. Like it's just like he doesn't quite have that like winning at all costs thing going on. I'm thinking, and I don't know if Ian has that, but he he's on a undefeated like he's been undefeated so far. So I kind of expect him to beat Luke just based on that, not based on their games or anything. I think that's about all I have on that fight. Did anyone else have any thoughts? I think that's yes, about it. Okay. Colby will have something to say, but <laughs> yeah, I don't. Um, Josh Emmett versus Bryce Mitchell, since <laughs> I think we were talking about a fight no one knows what we're talking about. I guess, I don't know. I kind of... I kind of um, don't think Josh Emmett is as good as people think he is. Um, I think he gained a lot of hype versus from fighting Shane Burgos. I think they both somehow for being in a banger fight against each other, people thought they were really good. I mean, Josh Emmett is pretty good with his record, obviously. Um, and I might think a little too highly of Bryce Mitchell, but I'm just kind of expecting Bryce Mitchell to win. I, th- I think he has a lot of weaknesses in his striking, but um, I don't know. I just <laughs> I'm j- just based on 
of vibes, I think Bryce Mitchell will win. Uh, what do you What do you guys think? I can jump in on this one, I guess. Uh, yeah, Bryce Mitchell, obviously the last fight against Danny Gay uh, with the entire praying and uh, freedom uh, shouts and all that <laughs> good stuff. Uh, crazy Bryce Mitchell, which is why I never listened listen to him when he's uh, talking <laughs> usually. Uh, I, I just want to watch him fight. That's yeah. what I really want to do. Uh, absolutely top level Brazilian jiu-jitsu. Uh, will murder Emmett if he gets him on the floor, I think. That's obviously the tricky part is getting Emmett mm-hmm. down. Uh, but Emmett's mainly a bit of a brawler, I guess, uh, more than anything else. Uh, and just looking at his record and Bryce's, they both lost to Iliad Poria. Um, although Bryce did have the flu, apparently, on that one. So you can take that with uh, whatever pinch of salt you want. Uh, and he's he beat, yeah, sorry, he lost to Yaya Rodriguez as well. So they're two top quality opponents that um, he, he couldn't match. Did beat Calvin Qatar. Split decision. I think I saw that fight, and I I thought Calvin won it, but split decision will not argue. And then he he's also beaten Dan Ige uh, a couple of years ago. Uh, I think, like I said, if if Emmett can manage to keep it standing for the full three rounds, there's a very good chance he beats mm-hmm. Bryce. Uh, I think his, stri- his striking's better than Bryce Mitchell's is because uh, Bryce is not. You know, he's got that Brazilian jiu-jitsu striking. <laughs> I not very very fucking good at all uh, unless he's been working on it as always uh so yeah i, I don't have a lot to say on the fight i can see bryce wanted to get a good, a good win in uh emmett should be fired up because uh, this is two losses he's had and he won't want to take three in a row so i guess that might even swing my decision in certain respects but i'll probably stick with bryce for this one uh, i think he's He's good enough to get it done. He's, he's, I think he's younger. I haven't checked their ages. Oh, yeah. I think uh, Emmett might actually... Oh, Emmett's 38, actually. That's older than I thought. (laughs) Yeah, that's older than I thought. Yeah, he is 38. In that case, yeah, definitely. Yeah. (laughs) It is is lightweight. Sorry, not lightweight. It's it's, uh, featherweight. Uh, Featherweight. A 38-year-old in featherweight. No. I think he's he's reached the end of his career probably yeah although he's looked pretty good for his age like now that i know his age <laughs> yeah yeah it's getting slower though and he's getting kind of chinnier he has got fists on him just not very good at throwing them that's the only problem yeah yeah, like he, he brings he has that power and he brings the light into the fight. Like uh, he was getting beat on by Michael Johnson for most of the fight, and then just laid him out like by uncorking mm-hmm. one. Um, like Bryce Mitchell, I think his striking is kind of all over the place, but it is effective at times. Like I think he kind of rocked Edson, maybe dropped him when they fought. Um, so I mean, I think he could even with his uh, weird striking. Or lousy striking, he could rock mm. Emmett. Uh, I think Emmett's actually pretty defensively sound when it comes to wrestling. Uh, so I don't think he really probably won't have issues with a takedown unless he gets rocked first. Like when he gets rocked, all his ground defense tends to go out of the window. But Bryce does have kind of a, he might be able to use his height advantage to help with takedowns against the fence. Um, it is a banger of a fight, though. It is main card worthy, mm-hmm. uh, unmatched up. I'm going with Bryce Mitchell, like, just because of uh, 
his youth and athleticism. And I think, uh, you know, at 38 years of age, Josh is on his way down. Yeah. So. L- Larry, what do you think about this fight? Uh, yeah, as you guys talk, like, Ahmed is, like, really old for this division, almost grandpa. <laughs> so, I mean, 38 and above one, like, grandpa for me in MMA. So, yeah, he falls in that category. And fight style-wise, I he is very good stand-up, one of the best in the featherweight division. And on the other hand, you have got not-so-thug-everything-nasty <laughs> Bryce Mitchell. There's nothing thug about that guy. Like, he literally hugs some people on and calls himself thug. Good for him, but yeah, I would say there's nothing thug in him. All, uh, of course, he will try to take down Emmett, but I see, like, Emmett has a really good base on, maybe you can say, a low center of gravity. Maybe, I think he will lean a bit forward. Like to defend the takedowns against mm-hmm. Price, but yeah, if Price takes this down to the ground, it's going to be over for Emmett, I think, because Price will latch on to him and never let go. Yeah. So if the fight stays up on the feet, I think Emmett might even knock knock out Price. And if uh, you know, uh, sorry, I already said it, but. Yeah, no. Every guy has chances on the opposites. Emmett on the feet, but Price on the ground. It's all about who gains the advantage and will turn out to be the winner. I think, but I will favor Emmett to win this. Who Again, wins? Mitchell falls in my no low zone. No way! What? <laughs> no low zone. No. There's no low. Oh, okay. uh, I literally loved when he got beat up by Topuria. Like, he was talking too much smack for his weight and he deserved that beating off of Topuria. <laughs> like, he got thrown around like a baby, literally smacked on the face and happy to see him run away and he almost thought about retiring, you know, yeah. he should have stayed retired. <laughs> I mean, that's got, what Topuria does to you. Yeah, yeah, go on, Ninja. I've got a fight ended that only you will appreciate, uh, Larry. It'll probably sail straight over these two uncultured swine's <laughs> heads. But uh, <laughs> Bryce Mitchell wins by uh, Rumal. Takes takes Emmett out that way. If I, if I got the pronunciation right, that is. Rumal. Blanket. Rumal, you can say. Rumal is like Rumal. a piece of cloth. But... Yeah, yeah. With the in it, yeah. To be accurate. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, he'll blanket him. <laughs> Correct. Best base for Bryce Mitchell. Bet blanket is opponent. <laughs> Latch on to them. I mean, who, who was that other guy, you know, uh, who just stayed like on the ground and <laughs> tried to... Like Kron, with his Kron-Gre- feet, you know, it was... Oh, Greece or something. Or yeah, Kron- Spain or something. Kron. I forgot the guy's name. Like he's, he's just a level above level above that guy. He's just there, but not that down. He manages to stay up for two minutes on feet and then just straight up shoots for a takedown. Yeah. 
Um, shoot, I had something else I was going to say on this, but I don't think I remember it. <laughs> um, anyone else have any thoughts on this fight? Nope. Lose. <laughs> um, there's there's still like other fights I'm interested in on this card, but to be honest, my stamina is running out <laughs> at this point. Um, if we like, go sorry, ahead. go ahead. I was just, I was just gonna say, do you want to want to do Garbrandt and Kelleher and leave it at that, or do you, do you want to call it quits? We can, we can do that. I mean, I literally plugged in the no love bit for that. <laughs> Yeah, if you if anybody caught it. Yeah, yeah, you said no love. I didn't. I wasn't quite sure if you were making a a Cody Garbrandt reference or something. <laughs> Do yeah, you have yeah, no yeah. love for both of those fighters? <laughs> I mean, I don't care as to what Cody does now or fights on the prelims, but yeah. Uh, I mean, I respect he was a champion once, but yeah. Since uh, let me pull up. This record actually and see what's he been up to. I think he had been in his last fight, but yeah, I'm not sure who was it. Against. Trevin Jones. So okay, that's yeah. <laughs> I do know Trevin Jones, I mean, no, but <laughs> he's not a very notable mm-hmm. MMA fighter. <laughs> yeah. So again, like Cody should like. From no love, you should go no chin actually. But <laughs> yeah, no chin, Cody Garbrandt. He's thirteen and thirteen and five. Yeah, he. Yeah. Oh, I actually see three fight cancellations between fighting KKF. Oh, he lost by first round, and before that, he lost to Rob Font unanimous decision. Mm-hmm. Who is his three? Or two and three in his last yeah. fight. His his all, all his five losses have come in his last uh what is that seven fights? So he was doing good. Yeah. Became champ. He's two and five in last. Yeah. Seven. Became and champ then. and fell off a cliff. <laughs> no, he got caught by CEO of EPU. <laughs> but I I do not care literally who wins this <laughs> fight, but would be. Happy to see if Garbrandt manages because uh, I also think Kelleher won his last fight. Uh, let me just check. He's 24 and 14. No, he's actually on two fight losing streak. He lost to Umar, RNC, and then Mario Bautista. Again, RNC. Okay, Cody is not going to RNC. That's a good sign for him, but yeah, he will. Cody might catch him. And I think he's also getting. Yeah, he's 37. So. Yeah. Oh, wow. I would pick Cody is 32 and Brian is 37. So I would pick no chin Cody over <laughs> no hair of Brian. <laughs> Danger Mouse, you, you were interested in this fight? Uh, not overly. <laughs> 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 my my dislike of Cody Gobrant Gargrant is uh, well known to you at least. You know the, you know the. I think the first fighter I ever saw with the throat tattoo oh, right. instantly was like, oh, you you pot, I fucking hate you now. Um, so yeah, I, I, much as I'd like to see Cody lose on this one, um, 
and I might pick against him. I haven't decided uh, on any of my prelim picks at the moment. Uh, I think Kelly because Kelleher's got the hands to potentially to do it, and Cody's chin is made of glass mm-hmm. these days. So uh, I I really am 50-50 on this fight at the moment. Uh, the fact that Keller has 38, that probably nudges me back towards Cody. Uh, so as much as I'd like to see him lose, I'll probably end up picking him anyway. So yeah, no love from me for no love Cody Garbrandt. <laughs> Dave, what do, we, what do you think on this fight? You have any thoughts? Um, I think it's probably going to be terrible. Oh, really? Um, yeah, I used to love watching Cody Garbrandt yeah. fight because he was kind of like the glass cannon. Like, win or lose, he was, uh, someone was mm-hmm. going out. And when he'd win, it it felt good. Yeah. When he'd KO people, it was, like, always real emotional. And um, I think he realized that style of fighting wasn't working for him anymore. And, like, his last fight, he decisioned a guy that was, like, 13 and 9. Yeah. It's, like, 13 and 10 now. So I think that style of fighting from uh, Cody is gone. And so... I expect him to probably attempt to like point outpoint him and get a decision mm-hmm. and uh, just kind of get another boring but safe fight and uh, hopefully get another win. Yeah, I was kind of thinking it would be a banger because uh, it's just bantamweights and usually that means the fight will be a banger, but that's a good point. So <laughs> maybe it won't. Uh, yeah, I originally thought it would be yeah. a banger and, and Glass Cannon... Uh, Cody would be going in there, but then I remembered like the Trevin Jones the last fight, and uh, you know, and if he's smart, he would if you know he would fight boring and try to do it. Like that's the reasonable thing to do, but you know, it's not what I want to see. <laughs> but yeah, I guess I guess I'm rooting for him a little bit. I don't know. I I thought when he KO'd Rafael Sunsau, that was really cool. Just <laughs> like the most using his crazy speed. To make the most ridiculous. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Like, yeah. like that was maybe Last my favorite KO that year, even though it's kind of a like ridiculous, stupid KO. He just used his speed, but it was it was fun, I thought. But Yeah, like from the yeah. Head, just... <laughs> yeah, I guess I don't really have any thoughts on the fight. Other than that, just I thought it would be fun, but now, <laughs> now I'll, I'll I'll reduce my expectations based on what Dave said. My mission is <laughs> Does anyone else have more more thoughts on that fight before we wrap it up? I mean, there's so many Russians on the early prelims. I don't know why, but there's so many what? I mean, who's going to watch the prelim? Russians. Rush. Oh. oh, yeah. Then there is Muslim, Muslim Salikov and Shamil Gaziev sounds possibly Russian. Yeah, yeah. Shamil Gaziev. No, but it says very known is, I mean, these guys get passports everywhere, so I'm not sure. Yeah. I'm I'm kind of interested in a few more fights on this card, but I'm like <laughs> my brain has stopped working for this, so <laughs> so yeah, there's I don't know, like Tagur I mean Davey's rooting for Aryan Lipsky, that's what yeah. Also. <laughs> oh yeah, Dave's other favorite fighter, yeah. Tagir Yeah, watch the Kobe fight. He's a former glory guy. It'll probably be fun. He might have a chance to strike with the guy. That's all I have. 
I think Tagir Ulanbekov versus Cody Durden might be fun because they're both flyweights. And yeah, yeah. Justin Dustin Jacoby is kind of cool. Um yeah. Oh, actually Andre Feely, that's a I think he has fun fights. Yeah, but also mm. has neck too. <laughs> He's got that weird body type too. I don't know about him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, neck tattoo. Does he have the the ear things also? I don't like when they have those ear things. Like, yeah, and they're always covered by tape. Yeah, in the I it always it bugs me because yeah, 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 I'll just like in my mind picture like the tape falling off and getting his ear like ripped ripped by someone's finger, mm-hmm. and so I can't help but think of that when I see fighters with those. Yeah, sounds like a thing to me. Sounds like a what? And Jones, is it like he would surely put his finger in? Yeah, try to bite his ear. <laughs> oh, of course, he's not a <laughs> That's neither here nor there. Um. Okay, let's wrap this up. That's the end. <laughs> this is the end of the preview show. Thank you for listening. Um, if you want to like and subscribe, you can, but fuck it if you don't, you know? <laughs> fuck you if you don't. <laughs> and yeah, remember, Monday morning, it's going to be your champion, American champion, Colby Covington. <laughs> remember. Um, yeah, watch, watch this card. I think it should be a banger. Uh, thank you from... Larry, Danger Mouse, Dave, and Lem. Do you guys want to say goodbye? Bye. <laughs> Bye. Hola, amigos. <laughs> Elf leader saying. That's a high button. Oh. <laughs> Bye, amigos. I'll be there. Yeah. I was just to go that way. <laughs> <laughs> Not sure how many little Daves are roaming around. Same. <laughs> Dave quietly says same. That's right. Good for you. I think Dave is always ready to jump in. He's always waiting for a chance. Raw dog? That's it's amazing. That's right. Raw dog. Raw dog. Raw dog. <laughs>